Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along today on this Thursday morning, July 8th, where we've been talking for the last couple weeks about how to overcome discouragement. And this morning I have a very practical thing I want to talk about. But I do want to welcome you. If this is your first time, make sure you do uh, subscribe, hit the notify button, leave a like, leave a comment, tell me where you're from and, and how you know me, if you do. And then, uh, of course, share with your friends and tell them if these benefit you. And I invite you to come back and be with us every day because we do believe that there's benefit and value not to being in the Word of God or hearing the Word of God taught sporadically, occasionally, but consistently, habitually, day by day, God builds His truth into our life and it makes a difference in us when we do that. So we talk about overcoming discouragement I want to talk about a very practical thing today. We've, we've been on the spiritual things, how to identify lies, how to combat the lies with the truth of God, how to choose the right friends who will lift you up, how you're lifting up others can lift up yourself. We've talked about some of these aspects, these spiritual truths. Today, I want to talk about one that, shall we dare say, has to do with the physical, and yet it's no less important, and that is this. Is sleep a necessary evil or sleep a gift from God. And more specifically, if you're battling negativity in your life and discouragement, feeling down, are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting enough sleep? That may have something to do with the difficulty of being encouraged. Now, the Bible does on this concept, you know, on this is is sleep a necessary evil. The Bible does talk about um, not allowing, you know, being careful not to love sleep. In Proverbs 20, verse 13, it says, do not love sleep, lest you become poor. And so you don't want to love sleep. In Proverbs 26, verse 14, we're warned not to be a, like a sluggard. It says, that as the door turns on its hinges, so the sluggard turns on his bed. You don't want to be a sluggard. What an ugly word to, to be thought of as a sluggard. I just think of this you know, ugly slugs that crawl along the, you know, the slimy, I don't know, insect. I don't know what it is, you know, this uh, yucky thing. You don't want to be a slug or a sluggard. And then we read in Proverbs 26, 24, verse, beginning with verse 30, we're warned that the writer of the Proverbs says, I passed by the field of a sluggard and by the vineyard of a man lacking sense. And behold, it was completely overgrown with thistles. Its surface was covered with nettles, and its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I reflected, and I looked and received instruction. A little sleep, and a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then your poverty will come upon you as a robber, and your want like an armed man. And so you don't want to let sleep turn you into a sluggard. You don't want to let sleep cause you to neglect responsibilities. This guy here in Proverbs 24, he wasn't taking care of his property. He was lazy. He was a sluggard. And his asset, his property, fell into disrepair, and he lost his income. You don't want to do that. You don't want to be like that. And so with that, those verses in Scripture, and with a mentality of wanting to go change the world and the humongous size of the task in front of us of reaching the world for Christ— I, for many years in my Christian life, thought of a sleep as like a necessary evil. I wish I didn't have to. If I could have chosen to, I wouldn't have slept at all. I look forward to going to heaven where we won't have to sleep. 
I, uh, and whether we do or not, I'm not sure, but I assumed we didn't. Because I thought sleep was a bad thing. We had to do it. Our body required it, but it was a necessary evil. I think I've come to change my opinion on that. And to be honest, I think that that mentality of trying to get by and feeling kind of, I'll be honest, being kind of proud and how little sleep I could get by on and how, how, much I, how much I could push myself to achieve and do more, I think that spirit and that attitude made it difficult for me to fight off depression. I think it made it difficult for me to fight off temptation. I think it made it difficult because, let me de- be honest, winning the spiritual battle often has to do with, are we physically fit? Are we physically prepared? Have we prepared our body physically? Have we gotten enough rest? Have we gotten, are we, are we eating well? Are we, have we strengthened ourselves physically enough? Because spiritual warfare is tough. We've talked here before about how evangelism, Jesus said, pray for workers, laborers in the harvest. And of course, we labor primarily spiritually, prayer and the preaching of the word and so on. But don't underestimate the importance of sometimes also, uh, the, the importance also of being physically prepared to fight spiritual battles. And if you're always exhausted, worn out, tired physically, sometimes I question if we have the capacity to fight the way we need to. In Psalm 127, verses 1 and 2, the writer gives a great verse, I believe, for those of us high achiever types, Americans, who, who want to push ourselves, and we push ourselves a lot, and we do push ourselves a lot. Verse 1, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain to rise up early, to retire late, to eat the bread of painful labors. For the Lord gives to his beloved, even in his sleep. What a tremendous promise. What a tremendous verse. God never sleeps or slumbers. He created us to need to. He created us, God made us with the necessity of getting sleep every, every day. We sleep. The Lord designed us that way from the beginning. And when we, and, 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 and this tells us that if we think it's all up to us, constantly working, 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 working. No, God says it's vain. The scripture says it's vain to think it's all up to me and I've got to just work myself to death, because God keeps working even while we sleep. This is God's gift to us. This is part of what it means to rest in the Lord, to be, to be at peace with God, to realize that he's made me a certain way, and even while I get my necessary sleep, God continues to work on my behalf. God continues to watch over me. God continues to protect me. God doesn't sleep or slumber. He'll always watch over us, even though he created us to, do, to need this. Have you ever looked at a person while they're sleeping? You know, sometimes when I travel international, internationally and you, you uh, get up to use the bathroom or something in the middle of the night, everybody's asleep. Everybody on the plane's asleep. And when people are asleep, they look so helpless, don't they? And you know what? They are helpless. It is a testament or testimony 
of our weakness. Sleep is a weakness. That's right. To be tired, to need sleep, I think it's part of our human weakness. But you know what it does? It humbles us. It shows us our reliance upon God. It shows us that, God, I need, I need rest. I need some sleep. You take care of things. Dare I say, I think back in those days when I would push myself beyond what was healthy, beyond what was good, and what was wearing me out and burning me out, I wonder sometimes how much of it was driven by pride, by I can do anything, I'm tough, I'm hard, I'm stoic, and pride. And now it's just part of humility to say, God, I'm sorry, I'm at my end. I need to go, I rest. I leave this in your hands because I've come to the end of what I can do. I need to go to bed. I think also of how the Lord commanded us. And again, this is something very difficult for us in our uh, in our culture here in America. And that is even to practice the Sabbath rest. Isn't it difficult? You know, one of the commandments of God, six days show you work, do all your labor. The seventh day you shall rest. And it's a, it should be a Sabbath to the Lord, a day of rest. And I find, I find a lot of people have trouble doing that, a lot of difficulty doing that, a lot of difficulty taking a day and just saying, I won't do anything. I'll just rest. I'll let God refresh my soul. Of course, on my day of rest, I go to church. I want to I spend some extra time in the Word. But I take a nap. I rest. I don't push myself. I allow my body to rejuvenate. I realize this is how God made me. And this practice of getting enough sleep and this practice of uh, Sabbath rest each week has served to really energize me in ways that I think this is how God created, created me. And I want to share that with you. And I pray I've discovered that sleep can be a gift from God. Don't have to feel guilty about it. Don't have to feel like uh, I'm unspiritual to go need a rest, go need a break. I don't feel that anymore. I once did. I once would would feel like this is close to sinning. I'm a lazy bum to have to go get a rest. No longer. I believe it's a gift from God. He made us this way. A good night's sleep gets you a fresh start each day. If you've had a tough day, get a good night's sleep. You get a fresh start tomorrow. You've got fresh energy, fresh strength. Seek the Lord. Allow Him to refresh you and strengthen you through a good night's rest. Well, this raises another question. How do you get a good night's rest? And I have found, for me, some things that help me get a good night's sleep. Number one, I do my best not to go to bed angry at anybody. I do my best not to have unresolved conflicts with people I love. And so if I've got, so each night by bedtime, if there's a conflict, I try and get it straightened up as best I can. If I need to apologize, confess, I do. Number two, I try and leave my burdens with God. You know, I I try and say, God, you know, what's in your hands and what's in mine? The serenity prayer. Some things are out of my hands and some things that are burdens for me and I've got to work on, but but I've got to give them to God and, and just commit them to him in prayer if there's things that are worrying me or, or weighing upon me. But another thing that's really helped me is what I call HWLW. And for many, many, many years, the last thing I do before, reading the, before going to bed is I read the Bible. I read a chapter of Scripture. And I try and fall asleep with, that, with a verse on my mind. And often I'll wake up with that verse on my mind. And so I'm working, I work my way through the Bible at nighttime, last thing, and then I, I have that on my mind. The Scripture can make my sleep sweet. 
The scripture can give me peace when I lie down. And God's word is refreshing and strengthening. And then a final thing that I try, HWL means his word, last word. And this has been a practice of mine now for, for decades. And then the final thing I try and do, and I just started doing this since I picked this up watching The Chosen in episode one, was when Jesus went to sleep, he, he uh, said a little prayer. And, and I couldn't quite hear the whole thing, but I've heard some of it and I've adapted it myself. And so now when I lay my head down and my last thing I utter to the Lord is a little prayer. And I said, blessed be the Lord our God. King of the universe, who gives sleep to my eyes and rest to my soul. That's my prayer when I lie down at night, that our God, the King of the universe, it's good to remember that, our God is the King of the universe. And as I lie down, put my head on that pillow, turn the light off, I've had my HWLW, my last words are, Lord, you give sleep to my eyes. This is your gift to me and you give rest to my soul. And these next several hours, as I'll lie here in bed, you're going to give sleep to my eyes, and you're going to give rest to my soul. What a great God. My friends, this is a gift from God. It's not a necessary evil. It's a gift from God to strengthen us, to energize us, to renew us, to give us a fresh start each day, to lift us up. And so make sure, now, now don't go the other way and become that slugger that you love sleeping all but appreciate it as a gift of God that can rejuvenate you. Amen? Father in heaven, we thank you. You are a gracious God, and you've created us. As human beings here, our bodies have certain strengths and weaknesses. And we acknowledge, Lord, that you've made us to need rest. And Jesus, I think even as you were here on this planet, how you would rest. Even in that Sea of Galilee ship as it was raging, you were sleeping because... The Father had given you sleep to your eyes and rest to your soul, even in the midst of a storm. And Jesus, I pray for each of us here that we would accept this as a gift from God. It's not a waste of time to get a good night's sleep. It's not a necessary evil. It's not sinning. It's part of it's how you made us and how you rejuvenate us and how you re-energize us. You said the joy of the Lord is our strength, and I pray that, Lord, that we'd have nights of rest where we, we're not tossing and turning with worry and anxiety and fears. I pray, Father, tonight for any people who might even have night terrors or terrible nightmares or dreams that awaken and frighten them and, and prevent them from a good night's sleep. I pray, Father, for each of us here that we would not only uh, accept this gift, but we would guard it. We'd guard what we think about as we fall asleep. I pray help, help the people here to meditate on the scriptures as they fall asleep or to pray that simple prayer of uh, thanking you, the king of the universe, to give sleep to our eyes and rest to our souls. I pray, Father, for those of us on this live stream, those of us who watch later, give us, help us to be good stewards of our bodies and to give it the rest we need to to honor and, and your commandments that require that tell us to rest and to tell us to, and that as we sleep, Lord, we'd be rejuvenated. We'd be encouraged. We'd be protected. I pray as it says in Proverbs 4 that our sleep would be sweet. 
because we've, we're watched over by you. I pray, Lord, we would know that if there's things that worry or bother us, that while we're in that helpless, defenseless sleep mode, that our God does not sleep or slumber, but you continue to watch over us and protect us and surround us. Your angels are there. We pray, Father, give us this gift. Help us to be energized. I pray, we pray often, Lord, here that we would be people who are strong, mighty, and victorious. And I pray we would do physically with our bodies, with what we always sleep, what we eat, the practices we have to be prepared for spiritual victories. We thank you and bless you. We give you this day. We pray you'd use it, Lord, with everyone we encounter and meet. Help us, Lord, to expect divine appointments today. Help us to trust you to give us words of encouragement for others. Fill us with your joy. It's our strength. And, fill us, and I pray it would be seen and people around us would know that we are filled with the joy of the Lord. We bless you and we love you now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Thanks for being with me. Thanks for being with me. I appreciate you guys. I love having you along. I love this community that's developed. Thanks for being here. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And again, tell your friends, invite them. If this is blessing you, pass that blessing along and tell others. Encourage them to either join us live or watch later in the day or even listen to the podcast because we upload these onto the Apple, the Spotify, and the Google platforms if you want to hear just the audio, say when you're walking or driving or whatever you want to do. God bless you. You have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.